Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur, and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business, and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips, and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Well, hello, 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 everybody. I am joining you today, if you're watching me live, from Greece. Ah, and there's there's McKenna. How are you today, Miss McKenna? I am doing good. How are you? I'm awesome. I need to find my my speaker view there. Guys, so here's what we're going to talk about today. One, a little bit how you manifest magic, and two, how we ended up getting to Greece. So, uh, hi, how you doing? Good. How long have you been my daughter? <laughs> and I apologize for my Facebook fans. The quality of the video is not normally what I end up doing, but we're in a hotel room. And here's the thing. It's nine o'clock at night in Greece. So I want to start with uh, the art of manifestation. And so McKenna is a brilliant example of this. And I wanted you, for those of you who've never met her, let me introduce her. McKenna Riley is one half of my twins. She's got a twin brother and uh, my business partner. She and I, two years ago, built an online coaching business that exploded. By way of introduction, will you say hi to everybody? Hello, everybody. My name is McKenna Riley. I am, as you just heard, Forbes Riley, who is sitting much higher and keeps shoving me over. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, Let me raise myself up There you go, baby. Um, All right. My name is McKenna Riley. I am 19 years old. I have been Forbes Riley's daughter for 19 years. Um, maybe 19 years and nine months Ooh, because yeah. I was in your belly. Well, well you're also going to turn 20 in like three months, four months. Oh, don't even mind. 20. Um, I like being a teenager. I know, right? <laughs> um, you get a lot of excuses. You get away with a lot of things. Um, but I have been in the digital marketing world since I was 12. I've been in the business world since the day I was able to breathe because I came out of my mother's room with a spin gym in my hand going, Hey, everybody (laughs) wants to see something cool. I'm kidding. Um, but I've been in the digital marketing world for 12, uh, since I was 12 years old, it's about seven years now, kind of approaching eight. Um, I started my first business drop shipping. I did affiliate marketing. And then at 17 COVID hit and I turned to my mother and was like, Hey, I'm bored do you want to start a business? And she was like, I'm trying to do this thing. And I was like, if you listen to everything I tell you to do, I promise you, I'll make you a million dollars. She was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. So we started a pitch business and now we're here. Well, and the funny thing is you don't listen to 17 year olds. Most of us don't. And McKenna is coming out within the next year, a new book called Every Company Needs a Kid. Now, you have been in my business life since you were eight years old. And I want to today's show to want to inspire you. Uh, and I think if you're on my Facebook or my Instagram, you've seen some pretty amazing photos of mother or daughter. And I, I didn't have McKenna until I was 42 years old. And I'd always dreamed of, I, it exceeds my wildest dreams that I could have a relationship with my daughter that is a friend, is a partner, is somebody that I admire so much, is so smart. Uh, Because it's not what I had with my mom. It's what I wanted. And one of the things that we talk about in our world is Forbes factoring things. And Forbes factoring things is getting what you want. I grew up with a mom who was very much a stay-at-home mom. She was the daughter of immigrants who did not have very much, who grew up during the Depression. 
And so she was a bit of a hoarder. She didn't like to travel. She was overweight my entire life. And even though she had a wonderful, loving husband, my dad was extraordinary. They were a great team for 40 some odd years. It, when I looked at her, she wasn't my role model. And I remember saying when I was younger, I would like to be that role model for someone else. And then I had a baby. I had two babies. And who knew? It was in the back of my mind. And I'm just going to share with all of you today that what you manifest, what you think about, you can make into reality. And the relationship that we have has been extraordinary. But it goes back to when you were like four or five years old. I just loved you so. I mean, I love both of you. But my, my son didn't have as much. He didn't really care about the business part. By the way, he's flying out to join us in just two days into Athens. He's my heart. I love my son so much. But McKenna's always had this business brain. Tell everybody, I used to be on home shopping, uh, spent a lot of years there. And you're on home shopping in the middle of the day, in the middle of the night. I sold uh, skincare and fitness and clothing and all kinds of other products. And I would drag you along. One, it's a little lonely in the middle of the night. And you were willing to come with me, right? Mm -hmm. What was it like sitting in the, in, on the stage at HSN? So I've probably been doing that since I was one was the first time I did it. I actually flew out to England with my mother. Um, and I remember always in the HSN sets, we would first go to the green room and we'd sit there and I would eat all the snacks and my mom would be in her dressing, getting her makeup done. And I, um, I always remember having a lot of fun because I've found that people in the production world are very friendly. Um, and then we would go to set. So then she'd be like, okay, five minutes till set. And what's really bizarre, but cool, I guess, about HSN, QVC, all of those shopping networks is it's all live. So if you see them at three in the morning, two in the morning, they are live on, they are in the studio doing that while you're watching it. So we used to go at two or three in the morning because apparently People like to buy fitness on television at two or three in the morning. And you know who you are. Yeah, but I, people are like, people don't buy that. They did. Um, and I remember always going in and there's two sides to a studio. There's the one side of the studio set is just an open set um, where they would drag in tables and stuff to do kind of what Forbes always used to do, my mom. And then on the other side was the fashion show where they have the walkway where they would sell the clothes. And I always remember bringing a blanket and I would usually fall asleep on the fashion runway because it's three in the morning and she's on for an hour, 30 minutes, whatever it might be. And I didn't like watching it from the TV. Um, and then I started to get a little older and I started to take notes and I was writing notes about mom, this, mo uh, this model is not smiling. They didn't change cameras quick enough. Um, and I just, I had a blast doing it because we would go at 3 a.m. We'd go do it. And then we'd go get breakfast and my mom would drop me off at school. Right. And so that was an amazing thing. Then when you were eight years old, I grabbed you. I was doing an infomercial and lots of European uh, airings, whether it was in Spain and Germany and Italy and France. And I sold fitness around the world. I didn't want to do it alone. So I grabbed my daughter out of school and said, you're coming with me. One of our favorite trips, I think, was three weeks that we spent in Europe uh, going to England, then down to France, then down to Spain and coming home. Mm -hmm. What's crazy about this is I redefine a lot of words. One word that's very important to me to redefine was mom, M-O-M. And one of the funny things is when you've got little ones, they start tugging on you. Mom, can I do this? Mom, can I do that? And it's like, oh, really? I had to stop for a moment. And I said, let's redefine mom and just make it moments of memories. And when I did that, I was inspired and thought, you know, I'm going to think back about my mom. And I can only remember without looking at photos, 
maybe 20 moments out of my entire life. I don't remember a birthday party that she might've missed or a, a dinner that got burnt at the moment, like seemed traumatic. But now in retrospect, I can remember like highlights. And so I thought, we remember things on trips better than anything else, don't we? Yeah. In fact, we play this little game with each other about, can you remember a meal? Do you remember what you had for dinner like three nights ago? Um, <laughs> I mean, really, it's no. right. But if I said a hamburger in France, what memory pulls up? The place we had a hamburger that we were never able to find again. Yeah, we the first time when Airbnb came out way back about 18 years ago or however long ago that was, we were one of the first Airbnbers. And we were locked out for a little while and found this burger joint. And I was the first time in a long time I hadn't tasted a hamburger that was full of hormones, like in the U.S. hamburgers. Mm -hmm. And it was amazing. Mm -hmm. um, you and I can remember a meal. What time did it start? I should tell you is in Spain. We were sitting there. We'd never had a meal at a certain time of the night. And we had to sit and wait for his friends to show up. I remember breakfast. Okay. It was like 930 at night when the party started. Dinner wow. started. I was like, really? What do you remember about breakfast? That I had to sit there and wait for the, the the man of the house to come sit down so we could start eating while all the food is laid out in front of you. It's like, I don't know. I don't get it. So 11 years later, we are back in Europe and we've been talking about Greece for how long do you think? Uh, you've been talking about Greece for a really long time. I was here, guys, and I know this ages me. I was here in Greece 40 years ago. I was 21 years old. And I was by myself, had a backpack, had some friends in Mykonos, had never even heard of Mykonos, got on a bus and a train and a plane and a ferry and ended up in the islands and had a magical time. In fact, here's a little bit of history. While I was on the island of Santorini, they were filming a movie called Summer Lovers with Peter Gallagher and Daryl Hannah. Just say, say yes if you remember the movie. They were, I never found where they were filming. I wish I had. But they were on the island at that time. And so now we go back and... Number one, we want to go. To, we were going to do this two years ago, weren't we? When COVID hit, and then you couldn't get into Greece. They closed all the borders of all the world. I mean, we all experienced that, and now it became a mission. Going as soon as they're opening the borders, we're going to Greece. Yeah. Now here's the crazy thing. So McKenna is someone who recently graduated high school, and in high school, at least nowadays, you have all these different skills than I had when I was in high school. One, you guys see this little cell phone thing. I swear, if you have a cell phone, you could do anything, couldn't you? Sure, yeah. Well, but you always talk about that, that with that device. And so I've pretty much charged her with finding the places to stay, the activities. And you oh, have that's, this. That's been our running joke is don't let mom book the hotel or pick where to eat because she is terrible. <laughs> well, but here's the thing. You have a system now. Now, I should also tell you that McKenna and I have created some trainings together. One of her outstanding trainings is called GSD. Don't mind the language. It's called get shit done. And you go to WWWGSD with Forbes and you can find this amazing training on how to bring your life online. But you have a whole skill set. And so we don't have a GSD travel yet, but I think we should. How to travel. Yeah. One of the funny, um, one of the crazy phenomenons when I tell people this, um, they kind of are like, what is so Forbes came to my mom came to Greece for a month. I came for two months. Um, and so she's leaving soon, which is super sad. Um, but I don't have anything booked for, I have everything booked for about a week out and then I don't have any other plans. I don't have hotels booked and everyone's like, it's the high season. It's, and I'm like, I'm not going to lie. It's a little harder to book things, but 
I've never liked plans. And if you know what you're looking for, you know how to get deals, you know where to go, how to use credit card points, genius points, it really doesn't matter. And so that's been my, I will say definitely my forte. I've gotten hotels at a quarter of the price uh, because we are in a sense booking them last minute, but I'm also really good at finding deals. Um, And I actually talked about that making like a little hotel um, course, because I mean, we were staying at the tourist spot where people are paying between $700 and $1,500 a night for $250 a night. And I mean, it's not like I have found some crazy system and everything, but I definitely have it down now. Um, And Europe is definitely different than Central America. I will say that. Well, because you've spent time in Central. Tell everybody about that. Yes. So I am a surfer. I love to surf and I am in a sense, a little frugal, but uh, Central America is super close to Florida. And I never wanted to take, I never, I didn't want to take the big trip out to, to Europe or Asia or South America, even because I don't want to sit on a plane for more than three, four hours. Uh, California is the farthest I like to go. Imagining going to Hawaii is like, Oh God, 10 hours. Um, so it's usually like a three hour flight down like Costa Rica. I've been to Costa Rica, Guatemala and El Salvador. Um, and so we go surfing and it's really easy to find accommodations. I like to stay in hostels and live the, just live the easy life, the Tico time. Um, but it's super, and that's where I kind of honed my craft, you might say. And it's much more accurate out here, which is really funny. Like I honed this craft of finding great restaurants, finding great hotels, by doing it in a place where it wasn't always accurate, but it's definitely a skill set that I will one day make a course on because it is my favorite thing to do in the world. And my only comment on that is have your kids learn how to use Google Maps because that has changed everything for me. Why? Um, Understanding how to use Google Maps, understanding how to use booking.com, Priceline, Expedia. I know we're kind of going off course into travel, but... Um, and how to use your credit card points, like your card companies and these booking companies want you to book with them. Like for example, on booking.com I've made, like, if you make an X amount of, um, bookings, they'll give you free nights. And then if you book certain things or certain prices, so sometimes like I might pay $400 a night for a hotel. And I, for the people listening, it's a quotation marks because with the, the 5% back I get on my Capital One card for booking with that specific hotel on that site and the genius points of the 500 points I get that I can use for another hotel room that's the entire stay for the night, that room really only costed me $200 because of all the benefits I got for booking that specific room on that specific site. So that's what a lot of the time what I look for. But then also I think just the gold standard of traveling and using points is find one company, one credit card company, one booking site and stick with them because they, everybody rewards loyalty. And so I'm a huge fan of booking.com. They have this thing called genius points. We get like, I I paid for the membership, which was like $24 for the year. And now like rooms that I'm going to Budapest and I with my brother for a week. I'm going to work with my curriculum builder out there. It's where she's from. But one of the rooms was like $350. But then with the genius level thing I had, it was only $250. It was literally a $100 difference 
for a $30 investment for a year. So if you're someone who likes to travel and does it a lot, those are things you should know about. And even if you don't know about them, get into it if you want to start traveling because like, for example, Capital One, the credit card is a phenomenal card for travel um, and learning how you use credit card points because we also like on British Airways, we both got to fly um, business class out here because we had a British Airways credit card that and we accumulated hundreds of thousands of points because we've been using it for 10 years. It's funny about British Airways. I had made 48 trips to London. So I, from LA over the years, and I'd acquired a lot of these audio points. Yeah. And back then they were very hard to spend. There was never a time when I could use them. I ended up and looked in my account and was like, whoa, I had 400,000 that I had accumulated but over a, the years. A lot of that came from the British Airways credit card. Over the years, yeah. And so when we were like, let's book the trip, we're like, oh my gosh, you can do like three quarters of the price of the ticket. Now, not that we're being cheap. We're being very frugal and very smart because if you can save a dollar, you know, when you talk about how much money you make in your in a year, part of it is how much money you make. Also, it's how much money you save. It's, I don't even think it's save. The, my dad always used to say this to me. There's two ways to make money, McKenna. Make more than you spend, spend less than you make. And so my philosophy on it is these companies will reward you for using their card, for using their platforms. So in no shape or form is this saying that we're cheap. Um, and I don't think anybody who uses these are cheap. And if you're like, whoa, what? These aren't options. Take the moment to research this because tickets, for example, I'll give you an example. For business class out here, it's $2,500 each way. That should have been $5,000. to. And of course, Forbes gets business class. She's my mother. I only got it one way. But I used all, I used majority of the points for that. Her ticket for both ways only ended up costing like fifteen hundred dollars, even a little and less. Which it's is a little the, less than which that. is the same price which, as an economy ticket. Which is the price? Yes, exactly. Which is the price of an economy ticket over here? And we're so, giving them all of our good stuff, aren't we? <laughs> but I mean, it's not even giving it because what's really awesome about this is you. It's not like we're. I don't think we're gatekeeping because that's not, we shouldn't, you don't want to gatekeep these secrets because you beginning to do this has absolutely no effect on us. And what I actually think happens if more people learned about these points, started to use the credit cards, the benefits of them would increase. And that's something that I think we should all help each other out with. But I would definitely chase Sapphire as a great, and I'm not like in any means a credit card expert. I just, did some research, but all the Chase Sapphire, you've got the Southwest, the United card, the Capital One card. These are the cards that I like and use. And they all have like, I would go into whatever credit card company you use, log in and they should have a shopping center. And for example, like every month it's different. Some months, if I go shop at, um, if I go shop at, say, Victoria's Secret, they'll give me 5% back. If I go to Is Barnes and- Victoria's Secret? I don't know. I'm just- <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm having fun with everybody. I don't like your fun. <laughs> no fun. Hmm. Um, but those like Barnes and Noble, I mean, all these places you can look up specific uh, food restaurants, they'll give you up to 15% back on your meal. And that's like a discount. So those are definitely things that I would look into. I completely agree. 
Uh, and in fact, I will say just my little thing about Southwest. And again, we're not endorsing them. We're not getting any kickback yes, here. No. It's just things that we've learned that we're really enjoying. Southwest has been my credit card of choice for a very long time, although their prices have definitely gone up. Uh, but if you- oh my God, yes, I like cannot. I I would actually look at going towards like American Airlines. Well, but I'm hang on the thing now again. And I like the idea that we're sharing this thing about I like about Southwest. One, you can cancel as many times as you want. You don't get. There's no problems with that. Yeah, but now for a ticket to oh, go to like right New York, like the ticket used to be less than a hundred dollars, and now it's seven hundred dollars. Like same thing with, I mean, even your companion pass. Like, well, it is interesting. So if you spend enough money, and as a business owner, you should be putting everything on a credit card. Now I'm going to tell you, it has been my thing all along since my dad taught me this, that you don't carry a balance on your credit card. You know why? Because you're paying the the credit company twenty percent. Do not do that. You can borrow money from a bank at three to 5%. So do not carry a balance on your credit card. But I use it for record keeping and it's brilliant. Well, if you spend enough, and I don't know what the numbers are today, but I hit that point where you can have a free companion. So Joshua gets to come with me for free. You've gotten to come with me for free. You can change the companion three times. These are things, unless somebody is teaching you and telling you these insider secrets, I don't think that you know them. Oh my God. Yeah, Erica. I, I literally <laughs> just, so we recently, we got a flight from Mykonos to Thosaniki because that's where we are now. And our flight got delayed. And it kept getting delayed. And recently we've been watching some TikTok, you know, vacation. And I really learned that you can get money if you're, it used the golden rule about three hours. If your flight lands, the key is lands three hours later than you were supposed to, not the, the departure time. So the arrival time. So that's what happened to us. We were delayed like four hours. So I looked it up and it, the airline goes, we'll give you up to 600 euro. And I'm like, oh, no way. And so I go online and I fill out this form. And now we're both on, we're both in this like kind of dispute to get $250 each with 250 euros, which I guess now that they're equal, it doesn't matter. Well, but I'm going to share something with you. These, some of these are secrets that they don't want you to know, but they publish them. So, for example, as we're sitting there and the flight was delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed, it was getting to be really annoying. The airport was packed. Um, You went to the front counter and they very graciously gave you five dollar each vouchers. Right. We're like, that's it. And she's like, oh, didn't you say we don't do anything else? Yeah, I was like, I looked up online and said 600. You was like, what? No. And so they gave us these five dollar vouchers. Um, and I guess what I learned is don't go to front desk people because they're not in the business of helping you. They might want to try to, but um, filing a claim with the airport company, I mean, especially with all these delays, baggage loss. I mean, our tickets to, to both of ours wasn't even $250. And that means we would make money on the flight being delayed. Time is money, girlfriend. Time is money. Again, little things that I think just are important to know. So that was a great tip. Um, here's another fun tip, and I'm excited. So many of you have been following us on Instagram and Facebook. We did a flying dress photo shoot, right? Now, one of the things when you booked the hotel, we had three different hotels in Santorini. I hadn't been to Santorini in 40 years. I had no idea how beautiful and populated. If you've seen those pictures of the blue domes and the water, and it's spectacular. So one of the reviews that you read was that there were tourists around and it was a negative review and how you interpret reviews is very important. For sure. So, okay. I've got a mother who loves photos. Absolutely loves photos. I need them. It's my business. Of course. No, it's not a bad thing. I'm just 
expressing that because if you're not a person who wants to take a million photos, you might not want to read reviews like this. <laughs> but I read reviews positive and negatively for what I'm looking for. So sometimes people will negatively, their negative review will be like, I didn't like the breakfast. Like the breakfast was in a dark room, whatever. And I'm like, I don't care about that. Um, so it's always important to not just look, oh, they have an 8.3 rating or a, a three star rating. No. So what I do is I'll read, okay, why is it negative? I always go and look at what the lowest star, what the highest star, and then the most recent and the most relevant. And I won't lie. I do spend a lot of time looking at hotels. I'm not like a five, 10 minute person. I will spend 30 minutes to two hours looking and not for one specific hotel, but I'll pick three options. I'll talk to Forbes. And one thing that I always do, and I think a lot of us miss is there are filters. And so you do, do you want a pool? Do you want a balcony? Do you want a city view? Do you not care about the view? Do you want breakfast included? And so one of the things that I looked for when we were in Santorini, a very picture perfect place, especially in Ia, which is that's where you see the blue domes, um, is photos. And so this hotel was really nice, um, relatively really nice. Um, because it wasn't like you didn't have a direct view and it was a, it was a cave hotel and they're like, it was dark. It was a cave. I'm like, Forbes wants a cave hotel. I like that. Um, and then it had your own little private hot tub. And they're like, but there's other hot tubs around. I'm like, Forbes doesn't care. She wants a private hot tub. I can do that too. And then what a lot of the reviews were like, it's the tourist hotspot. There's a line of tourists getting to your hotel to take photos. I'm like, boom, that's the spot. Okay. And I have to, I have to share this. This is, I, was one of our very first hotels that we got. Was it like our first hotel? No, it was, was our, our second. Was because second we stayed in Fira, Ia, and then. Uh, Ev 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 oh, Meraviglio. Yeah. Yeah. That one. So, all right. So we're in Ia. By the way, we've become a great resource for this. So the hotel, first of all, it's, you have to, if you're going to go to Santorini, one, your knees have to work. I have a bad knee, but everything is a step up and a step down. So our hotel is on the side of a cliff and we get down there. And what's crazy about it is there's a line of people outside. Like it's a really long line because they wanted to take a photo right from our front door, which was the picture. It was like not right at the front door, but it, there was a little hallway to get to our front door. And it was right there where you could, because the blue domes were right, like right by well, our- Well, here's the top. crazy thing. So we have a private thing. And again, it is a dark cavey kind of room. It was beautiful. But then we walked upstairs and it had its own balcony with its own hot tub on top of that. And I know, I, I, I think I took about a thousand photos. Oh, because you more could, than that. Because you could walk out on the rooftop while all of those people are struggling to get that photo, we had a, a Anne, and I know Anne Landstrom just popped on, an unobstructed okay. view. So this, can you, let me see. I'll it is absolutely, now remember, you're also on the radio. They can't okay. see that. Well, for the people on the radio, if you're looking at this on Facebook, you can see the perfect blue domes. It was the spot to be. And now there's a photo of me. Oh my God, this pointing did take like a thousand photos. Group. Yeah, I'm like scrolling through. So, and then this is... Oh the my photo God. of all the people see behind all the us <laughs> in the a, hotel. That's a great because photo. Because everybody wanted to be there. And so, yes, it might have been noisy. There might have been a line to get through the hotel. But one of my dear mother's favorite things was when we were going, it was like kind of near, I think it was like right before sunset. And there's a line and they're very mean about this line. I, I heard people yelling at each other going, I waited my turn. 
back up because they wanted this view with like no one else behind them because there was a rope. You couldn't actually walk down to our hotel. And mind you, this hotel was $753 a night and I got it for $240. Massive, massive price difference because I will not pay $700 a night for a hotel. No, no, no. Um, But so there's this massive line. And so we're coming back from doing something and everyone's like, you can't cut in the line. Stop cutting. They're cutting. And I'm like, excuse me, my, my hotel's down here. Sorry, my hotel. And every person is like, you can't cut me. And I'm like, ah, my hotel's down here. And so that I remember, and everybody else staying at the hotel thought it was hilarious because these people were really mean about that. And I guess for people who I are a little snobbier about it and want more privacy or whatever, were, didn't like it, but I read that review of going, okay, this is going to be perfect. And I think what we've done is I'm looking at Anne Landstrom and Christian and a whole bunch of, and Doria and Phyllis, some of our amazing students and friends and family who's listening to this broadcast live. You guys can watch this on Facebook. If you're listening to Voice America, you can see our faces and our expression. Yeah. The lighting is not great in this room, yeah. but it's private. <laughs> and um, I got to tell you, it was, we're convincing people to go next year. Oh, well, one thing I will say about Santorini is you have to spend money. Like I, I'm a person that doesn't like to spend more than $200 a night on a hotel. And it used to be a hundred dollars a night before inflation. When you go to Santorini, you're looking at two, $300 for a decent hotel every single night. So anyone looking to go there, have your, be ready to spend that $700 a night. If you want that cool view if you don't know the McKenna secrets. <laughs> well, if you know the McKenna secrets. And I will say, so our trip, we decided to be here for a month, which is a, a wonderful long time. You're gone for two months. Yeah. I can hardly wait. I'm leaving next week, Ooh, which is scary. Uh, I'm leaving both my twins and Europe. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Sorry. But uh, we then went on to Noxos because we also have this theory about balancing it out because Santorini at the height of the season is wildly expensive. Food is overpriced. Everything is definitely overpriced, but worth seeing. Yeah. And then something else that you found is out of the way things to do. I would look at there's everything that tourists do and then things some tourists don't do, like visiting the lost city of Atlantis. Oh, my. Did I have a fit with this one? Uh, it was awesome. So when you go to Santorini and all these places, I would not discount taking a minute. Like my favorite thing to look up whenever I visit anywhere is like top 25 things to do in wherever, whatever city or country or place you're in. So I'll look up like top 25 things to do in Santorini and this whole list of this blog will come up and it'll talk about what it is. It'll talk about prices. And it's a really easy, quick way to figure out where you are, where to stay, what to do. And that I look it up for everything. And that's probably one of my best, my best secrets besides the booking thing is to always look up like top best hotels in blank, top best restaurants. And I don't do restaurants. I'm sorry. I go off Google for restaurants, but I do hotels and attractions. Um, And I love Greek history. And we saw this in the airport and it was so difficult to get to. Um, But we went to the lost uh, Atlantis museum where um, Plato claims that the lost city of Atlantis was in Santorini and it was in the caldera, which is like the ring around volcanoes. And then the most frustrating part of it all is at the very end of the, it's this whole interactive museum. You do this like whole little ride thing that takes you through like what it was like. And you're like, wow, the lost city of Atlantis is in Santorini. This is awesome. And they, they do this whole thing. And then you get to the end, they go, well, 
No one knows where the lost city of Atlantis is. There's five potential places it could be. It could be in Santorini. It could be in Antarctica. It could be in Turkey, Morocco. And you're like, you're like, wait, what? And so I will say coolest museum ever. Definitely take a bus there. If you see a restaurant with a great view, do not eat their food. <laughs> okay. All right. So two things we're going to share with you. And tell oh, me just what say- a lesson we have learned Oh, gosh. About okay. That. The better the view, the worse the food. If you go to a restaurant in a prime location, the food is going to be terrible. I like time and time again, that is what I've learned here. Like great view, like, or like Times Square location, terrible food. By the way, uh, GSD Travel is the suggestion from GSD Travel. There you go. You have some true secrets. Yeah. Here's another crazy secret. Don't be afraid to take the bus. I love the bus. And, you know, everybody, like, I take the bus in the States, too. Like, I love to take the trolley. And everyone's like, oh, my God, you take the bus? The bus is so dangerous. I'm like, I took the bus in El Salvador. It's fine. Plenty of people take the bus. It's plenty safe. All I'll say is don't go wear a big diamond ring or your Gucci bag and things like that. But it's, I mean, majority of the time too, you don't ever actually have to pay for the bus. Oh, like, don't say that. That's not no, true. but it is true because well, you know, you get onto the bus. Like if, for example, the city bus here, there is nowhere to pay. Right. The guy was just like, get on. You're like, okay. And it's, it's fine because I mean, it's a city funded thing. I'm not saying like, don't pay for it, like sneak on, but sometimes it's free and it will take you everywhere you need to go. Yes. Maybe it adds another 10, 20 minutes on, but what you also get to see is the locals who live there. You get to make friends, people laugh. And I think one of the most fun things about taking the bus, at least that me and Riker have experienced is most of the time people in those countries do not see Americans taking the bus because they're like private taxi, private taxi, you don't need to spend 40, 50 euros everywhere you go on a taxi when there's a $1 and 60 euro ta- uh, bus and the buses here are really nice. They're absolutely stunningly beautiful. We figured it out through the three cities that we visited in Santorini and had a blast. Yeah. And what I have learned is bus drivers, if you're nice to them, because most people are not, they will accommodate you and they will help you. If you go, you're like, I'm lost. How do I get to here? Or you say the name, they're like, I- I'll tell you when to get off or oh, we'll turn around for you or we'll stop in a specific area for you. There, People are, and I, that's also a huge lesson we've learned here is people are not used to other people being nice to them. Yeah, if you smile at people, they will do anything for you. I don't think people smile at each other. In fact, a lot of Europeans like won't even acknowledge Oh my you. God, that's the funniest phenomenon ever that we've learned is like, People will like bump into you and then they'll, as long as, long as they don't look at you, you don't exist. And I'm like, I'm like, hello, like, Sorry. are you going to say anything? Nope. Nope. Like same thing at the hot springs. Okay. So, all right. So I, uh, out of the way things, I love hot springs. I'm on a trek to find the world's greatest hot springs. I've got one in Beverly Hills, the Beverly Hills hot spring in safety Harbor where I live in Tampa. I got a great hot springs. I think it's one of the things that keeps me healthy, young and fit. Just saying healing waters. So I did some research And while the islands have been great, we said, okay, there's a whole hot spring area north of the second largest town or city in Greece called Thessaloniki. 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 If you pronounce any of that wrong, nobody will know what you're talking about. Right. Try and get a spanakopita. spanakopita. (laughs) We we love our spinach pie. We will say to someone, do you have spanakopita? They're like, what are you talking about? They're like, I don't know what you're saying. And then they'll go, oh, spanakopita. We're like, yeah, spanakopita. No, no, spanakopita. Okay, well, I don't want to argue it's in spinach pie. So anyway, so we find this place north of Thelosmiki. We rent a car and we drive an hour and a half north to a place that I don't think they've ever seen in America. Oh, by the way, 
best car rental. Oh. I got the th- three days of this car <laughs> for the price of like the three days it cost us the $112 it was for three days was when we got there, I had to pay like $20 online to reserve the spot. And I was like, oh, included. Okay, what's your rate? He was like, you should keep your rate. The It's $112 a day if you book it here. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'll keep my rate. Uh, but again, it's, it's secrets, man. I know. Well, that's GS, GSD travel. GSD I think you just travel. signed up a whole bunch of yeah. people. How to book cars, how to, how to book taxis. This one is my favorite. I have booked all over the place. Like I remember in Guatemala, literally a 40 minute drive from the airport to the lake was a $5 taxi. How'd you do that? Because it, it's about the day, the time and who you're booking with. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. So we end up in a place called Pozar. Pozar is, I mean, I just imagine in the ancient days, they found this, this waterfall and these healing waters and people go to take the baths. And so we are there. No one speaks English at all. It was three euros. That's three bucks, guys. You can stay there as long as you want. Yeah. Um, and it, what did you think of it? It was awesome, except I will say um, the people that lived out there, because there were only Greek people there. There was nobody else. Um, don't really smell very good. Oh, stop. That's so bad. (laughs) Okay. But besides that, they were really cool. Um, But they're also like on the weekends, they're a little crowd. And we went on the weekends and it's really weird. Like this, like these kids are like swimming up and like touching you. Like one, like accidentally, like he had goggles on in the spring (laughs) and like came up and accidentally like bumped into me and then just does this. Like they do this. And then they're like, like, look at me. Like I bump into you. And then they just like, don't look at you. Yo, excuse me. You're like, I'm like, hello did you do i not exist like i don't know it's just i know people always talk about in europe they don't do small talk like they're not going to say hello how are you they don't do that kind of thing however if you do that people are always like wow that's super nice like well you they said hello to me but they don't say sorry excuse me pardon me they just go like this they just bump Uh, your shoulder and keep on i know it is a bit of fascinating all right let's talk about eating for um because we're we're kind of funny about oh okay well i recently went vegetarian probably about six months now yeah that was interesting i don't remember you being a vegetarian i did that in my 20s for about six years and then i What a price difference. I will say if you're a traveler on a budget, you don't eat meat because we, and I mean, you can eat meat. I'm not saying don't do it, but I will say the difference between that's yeah. that's Riker, by the way. Just so you know that that's Riker's little quacking talk. Riker is just this is very exciting. He went with his friends down to Puerto Rico for a couple of days. He is now in transit, and I believe that he just probably landed in New York. Is going to stay over with his cousin and get on a plane. I cannot wait to see him in Athens tomorrow. Yeah, and we're going to travel and see the Parthenon, the Acropolis, and see all the things in Athens. We've saved that for him. But let's go back to food. So food, yes. All right. So food. I don't eat meat anymore. I will say Mediterranean vegetarian options are the best the best they have eggplant zucchini roasted tomatoes and greek salad greek salads are my all-time i get them probably two to three times a week back home and i had to like the two weeks before we left i was like i'm not going to eat greek salad because we've literally eaten one every single day yes every single so day. every single day um so We've been going out to eat, and I will say we probably spend 20 euros, 30 euros every time we go out to eat. That is unheard of if you eat meat because your meat plate that you 
yet will be 30 euros on its own. And so the amount of money we have saved between Forbes doing the breakfast included and taking tons of boiled eggs. Oh, don't tell people that. I'm like my mother now. Oh my God, you are. But But I I mean, it's genius. If you get breakfast included, (laughs) go take a napkin, fold the napkin out, Put all the food you want in it, fold it up and take it back to your room. I'm a snacker. What can I tell you? And I love it because I get hangry and I'm very mean when I'm hangry. But between that, between always like buying your like fruit here, like these, like we bought three bags of fruit today for seven euros and 64 cents. My only thought on that for all of you guys traveling is don't go to the fruit stand that's on the main strip. Look on your phone, go to Google Maps, look up fruit stand, and then walk to some side street. Because if it's not on the main tourist like drag, the price will be a fraction of what it is. And I think that's important, especially if you're going for four four weeks or you're going for eight weeks total. You really want to be able to you're talking to me right right now. You really have to be able to, you know, stretch your dollar. It's not that we're on a budget, but we're on a budget. You're always on a budget, aren't you? Yes. I mean, I'm very happy that I have a little bit of flexibility. Like if I really needed, I was in a pinch and I just needed to book a hotel room. I'm not in a financially straining situation where I would not be able to, but at the same time, I have been traveling for three years on my own and I've never been in that kind of situation before where I had to, Oh, actually there was one time I got sick and I had to just like, I, and I mean, it was $20. That was the difference, but I was in this really bad, like farming situation in Costa Rica. And I just needed to get out. And the taxi ride was like 30 or $40. And I was like, I don't care. I want out of here. And so I think it was really nice that I had the option to do that, to go book a hotel that was there. That was a hundred dollars a night where other kids that get yeah, kids, but like people, my age that were there, were not able to do that. Very thankful for that. But I will say traveling doesn't have to be expensive. They do bus tours here. You don't have to do the most expensive thing. And I will say, if you're friendly, like my dear mother, Forbes Riley, people will just give you things. And I think that has been for me such a revolution, like not revolution, revelation, sorry, because this woman will go up to a hostess, a bartender, a jeweler standing on the road. And she's like, Hey, how are you? Oh my God. I love your jewelry. Oh, I'm just here with my daughter. We're doing, Oh, the only other thing I will say yeah. is if you can say that you're working wherever you okay. are. All right. So this was, you know, yeah, I, I don't, price. well, this was a fascinating thing to understand. Uh, again, I think someone were doing some of this to pass on savings tips because I don't know many people, maybe there's lots of blogs who do this. I don't know. No, I've never, I've never heard this one. And I mean, I know it's true, but I never really under, I mean, it's a phenomenon. It's really only, I haven't traveled a lot through Europe. So. Right, so here's the thing. While we've been here, we have spent specific days, the entire day kind of holed up in a hotel or more out in the sunshine working. We are yeah. definitely, it's a working trip. Uh, not every day, obviously. Like but I spent like, I spent 10 hours in meetings one day because it's like the perfect time zone difference. And so I was bringing my daughter food and, and telling people, oh, you know, she's working. Well, I'm in a nail salon. I needed to get my beautiful nails done. And they said, okay, it's 60 euro to get your nail done. I'm like, wow, I'm in the States. I only pay 35, whatever that was. And she said, oh, really? I said, well, yeah. And then I'm going to send my daughter here because, you know, she's working here. I said, oh, she's working. No, what you said was... Um, you said something like, I need to, my, my daughter's back. She's working right now, but she wants to come and get her toes done. And then she, she's working here. It was in Mykonos. It was in Mykonos. Mykonos. Yeah. 
And I said, yes, that was the truth. She really was working. I, I, said, I okay. was working on my computer. And then so she said, okay, it's only 25 for you. I'm like, it, did this go from 60 euro to 25 euro because Same you were thing. working here? And so I went to get a pedicure, my toe, whatever. And so I went in and um, I didn't mention that I was working here at all, but she said that, that she, that I was back at the hotel working. Like it wasn't really a live, I was working in Mykonos. Um, and so my, my 40 euro pedicure ended up only being 25 euros as well. And I was like, I was like, wait, what? Um, And that's when you tip very, very well. Of course. But it's just interesting to see that if you're friendlier with people, um, I'm not saying going around lying to people that you're working somewhere, but I I will say like to get into some of the clubs and stuff in Mykonos and Mykonos is probably one of the places I would do it where the Greek people who live there really hate the tourists that go there. That's not really fair. It is true though. I mean, I I I think, I think when you're working for a summer, there's a level of taking advantage. Now, on that same vein, we were shopping around Mykonos. Mykonos is a fascinating place, by the way, to see all the stores. There's such a range of stores, but we went into a clothing store and what did this man say to you? Um, oh my God, we were in a store and we were just talking and my mom was looking at some clothes and we're talking about like what he does, why he does it, when he started it. And he literally said to us, he wants to make us broke. He wants to take all of our money from us and make us broke. I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, you are the worst salesman <laughs> I have ever. But that, that was his philosophy about all tourists. And he was very open with us. And I thought that's an interesting philosophy. And if you know that going in, then you can size up what you want to do and not do, right? Yeah, I just think like when you go into one of the, um, I made some friends when I was there. I made some people who were Greek. Um, I don't know how you were sleeping one night and I was out getting dinner. Um, at midnight. At midnight. <laughs> I, I just, I had meetings till 10 o'clock that night. And then I was like, I'm hungry. You're tired. I'm going out to get some food. I made some Greek friends. We go to this like restaurant kind of club thing. And the entrance fee was 150 euro. And I was like, I'm not paying that. The, the people I met proceeded to speak to them in Greek, had a little argument. And then all of a sudden it was 35 euro. And I was like, what? So I just think becoming friends with local, getting to know it, and definitely learning the place you are. It's been an incredible trip. I will say don't be penny wise and pound foolish because I for, like I know we're almost out of time, but I spent a little bit more money for a less crowded cruise and it couldn't have been any better because if we'd done the other one, we would have been the catamaran. the catamaran. Yes. Yeah. So it's just when you're traveling, be aware of what you're spending, but also be aware that you may never be here again with your mother at 62, at 19 years old, doing what you're doing with the mobility you have, the fun, the business you have. So I think it's just really important at some point, don't worry too much and enjoy your life and what you're doing. You know, doing. we're coming down to the last four minutes, three minutes of our show. I just want to sum up. One of the things is to take advantage, to not be so rigid. We are very flexible. We were at a beach resort for the afternoon and we're looking for a restaurant. And this gentleman said, hey, go up to there at the very top. My girlfriend works there. Well, when I looked up the rooms to stay at that hotel, which had just opened, it was $1,200 a night. And I thought, ooh. And the restaurant wasn't even on Google Maps. Like, I could not find this restaurant. We walk in. I think you guys may have seen the live where it was these infinity pools. And it was stunningly gorgeous. I'm like, oh, the bill's going to be massive. And what ended up, it was one of the nicest nights, incredibly affordable, so much fun, so supportive. We played, it was hard oh, to It was awesome. We also eat like rabbits though. Well, I know, but we're very, very flexible. You've got two, two minutes left. What's one of the big life lessons that you've learned from this trip? 
um, enjoy your parents. And if you are a parent, make sure you tell this to your kids because I will never have, my mom has her knee or whatever, and we're walking up and down Santorini. And I don't know if you're a parent right now, grab your kid and go take a vacation with them one-on-one because I can't be more, I love my brother. I love my dad. I love her, her boyfriend's great, but I will say, I'm so happy. It's just the two of us. Um, because these, these are memories I'll never forget. And yes, we look very happy, but we do get in disputes here and there. But at the end of the day, I will remember this for the rest of my life. And I will tell my kids about this and my kids with kids or kids that don't exist, but whatever. It will be awesome. And then my only other advice is write a journal because you won't remember in this and take photos. We have met too many tourists and asked too many people to take photos (laughs) and they don't want photos. Take the photo with your family. Take too many photos. Take photos of everything because I promise you, you will forget it. McKenna started a beautiful blog, really outlining. It's a personal blog. I understand they can't read it, but it's what's great about it is I'm going to read, go back and read details that I will have totally forgotten. Yeah. All right, guys, we have got about 30 seconds left to the end of this show. Number one, I want to dedicate this to you and say thank you very much for your hard work, your loyalty, your love. I appreciate you so much. And show this show this episode to your kids when they win. Nothing about it. (laughs) (laughs) And to all you guys, please make sure that you have a happy, safe, and wonderful summer. I waited a long time to do this trip. If it's a staycation, whatever it is, just carve out a memory so that MOM means moments of memories with somebody that you love. And uh, And take the trip. Just do it. You'll (laughs) never, ever regret it. The money that you spend. We got to go to all my Tina, Catherine, Anne, Christian, all my friends and family who's watching. We love you guys very much. We'll be back again next week right here on The Forbes Factor. Adios. Bye, everybody. Thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon. going to the gym but want to shed that extra weight finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms we have the most unique solution and get this it's fun and takes less than five minutes two times a day developed by fitness hall of fame inductee and tv health expert forbes riley the spin gym is the most compact low impact resistance exercise ever developed this simple handheld device provides the most unique fat burning metabolic boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels you've seen it on tv and in print with more than two million sold what are you waiting for get your forbes riley spin gym at buyspingym.com order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes guaranteed there's never been another product like the forbes riley spin gym so try it risk-free for 30 days visit buyspingym.com today